Hi, this is Maddie Riley for Public, and I'm joined today by Astra Nomani, who is here in person, sitting at my kitchen table with me right now. Astra has written three books. Her most recent is called Woke Army, the Red-Green Alliance that is destroying America's freedom. She's an amazing journalist and former correspondent for the Wall Street Journal, and has also written for the Washington Post, the New York Times, Slate, and many more. She's also founder of the Muslim Reform Project, as well as the Pearl Project. Astra is extremely active in her community in Virginia, and she recently covered the parent protests against Montgomery County, Maryland's LGBTQ plus reading program. Astra, thanks so much for being with us today. Oh my gosh, it's so great, and I'm so happy to have made the pilgrimage here to Maryland. It was so nice of you. She drove all the way from Virginia to Maryland to be here, and I wish you could see her right now. She has an array of books. Um, she right before us on the kitchen table, and um, I can't wait to get into some of this. And let's just start right here. Tell um, tell us a little bit about what happened in Montgomery County Public Schools, um, and and what you were reporting. Uh, was it last week? A couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was last week, and then a month ago. So there at the intersection of two streets, right across from the Montgomery County Public Schools. I argue that the woke army went to die. We have had a lot of civil war battles in these areas around here. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see them landmarks all over the place through Maryland, Virginia, Pennsylvania. So there's this new war in America, most people know. And unfortunately, it is now this hard left that is bringing in a lot of troubling material into our K through 12 schools and other places. And there are sensible parents that are opposing them. And that's what I witnessed was Muslim parents from Egypt, Pakistan, throughout the world, teaming up with Ethiopian Orthodox Christians. Wow. Yeah. A friend of mine, Norma Margillis from Fairfax County was there. She's a raised Peruvian Catholic. And... There, they were opposing this new policy in which Montgomery County Public Schools is refusing to let them opt their children out of age-inappropriate sexual curriculum. And what does that age-inappropriate curriculum include? Like, what would the kids be learning that they... And it's unbelievable they can't opt out. Oh, it's just unbelievable. And what's really remarkable is that these parents are using religious freedom. In order to assert their right to raise their kids by the value system that they want. So, folks don't know this, but I'm raising right now a book called A's for Apple, and Maddie's eyes widened yes. when she saw this because. My daughter has this book, and I was afraid that it was gonna be on the bad list. Right. So, this book is old school, okay. right? This is A is for Apple, right? B is for. Ball. Ball. Uh, T is for tree, right? Really mm -hmm. lovely, innocent. Yeah. So what has happened now is we have a new phenomena mm -hmm. in our school system, and I'm raising this one book right now. Bye bye binary. And you're a mom, so yes. you know, like, feel this book. Yeah. Oh, Clumsy gosh. little hands totally. could hold this book. It's meant for. Little people, right? Right, toddlers. This is a board book. Yeah, it's a, it's a board book, and yeah, I. This is is this on the list for the Montgomery County so Schools? So these these books are among re recommended reading throughout the country. So the book that Maddie's flipping through now is not called A is for Apple, but what? It's called the Gay B Cs. The Gay B Cs. Yeah, and what does A stand for now? 
A is for arrow and ace, words we use to say that love and attraction may be felt in many ways. I don't even think I don't even think I know what that means. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. And they have a glossary in the back oh, to define boy. it. Now you are going to I. I what is, does I is for intersex. Some are born with different parts. Everybody and everybody is an amazing work of art. I just Yeah, can I, you imagine your baby? No. Having these this book in her hands in kindergarten, like at the, like in a kindergarten class, let's yeah. say, because this is another this is another board book. This is um, yeah, and I looked it up. Now, don't flip past T too oh, fast. Don't, oh, okay. I want you to see T we're, is we're in, going back in the to traditional tea. book. T was for tree. Tree. Now, what is T for? T is for trans. It's a brave step to take to live as the gender you know is innate. In eight, what a concept what that a concept. people don't even know until high school, college. And then here's your lovely glossary in the back. Wow. Folks can't see it, but you have ace and arrow de- defined. Uh-huh. A- arrow spelled A-R-O. Mm-hmm. Yeah, intersex. And so what's happened now is Montgomery County Public Schools also has forced parents to say that Gender unicorn, this okay. poster I'm now holding up, is recommended for children wow. as young as kindergarten. And what are the arrows? What do they got, Maddie? Looks like they have gender identity, female, woman, girl, male, man, boy, and other genders. Yeah. They have gender expression, feminine, masculine, and other. Sex assigned at birth, female, male, intersex, other. And who are you physically attracted to? Right, physically attracted to and emotionally attracted to. I don't even think I would have known what that meant when I was five. I mean, I yeah. this is something that would be hanging up in kindergarten classes, you're saying, in like yes. first grade? It is in their it is in the Montgomery County Public Schools list of recommended resources for oh children. Gosh. And you'll see here that it's really tiny, but can you read who created this poster? It's right up here at the very oh, top. Graphic by TSER, Trans Student Educational Resources. Wow. And that is an acronym most people don't know. Mm-hmm. It sounds innocuous enough, but I was on the Dr. Phil show with the creator of this poster You're called kidding. Gender Unicorn, a person who has gotten great controversy, um, Ellie Ehrlich. That rings Somebody, bell. Yeah. Yeah. And um, famously bragged about sending minors hormone treatment. Oh, If they yes. weren't able to get it. Illegally. Yeah. Totally, completely yeah. illegally. So, you know, this is part of a culture of indoctrination. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm, I, I'm a, as you mentioned in the, um, in the um, introduction, I'm a Muslim reformer, mm-hmm. so what that means is I don't believe in the hypersexualization of any children. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that adults should be judged for consensual adult sexual decisions, and especially not through law, like mm-hmm. Sharia law mm-hmm. that makes it illegal, for example, for a woman to be unmarried and pregnant. You know, you may have a moral decision about that, but no woman should be criminalized, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And, and I say this very personally because I became a mom mm-hmm. as an unmarried 
Muslim wow. woman. Yeah. So I know this very deeply that the decisions we make as adults mm-hmm. uh, regarding sexuality are really personal mm-hmm. and ones that the state really shouldn't intervene to to criminalize especially, right? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, people can have their moral opinions, but I know very, very personally what it means to live in the closet. I know what it means to live in shame, and I don't want that for anyone. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we subject little kids to these big adult decisions. Right. And what has happened is as a liberal Muslim, I've also drawn a line in the sand in my own judgment as a mother about what we should be introducing our children to. And um, and it's really deeply personal to me because I know that a lot of the kids in these families come from socially conservative families. And these are you know, very difficult conversations that I had with my parents. I wanted to date Maddie. I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to go to the prom when I oh. was in high school. I know. You're, yeah. No, the listeners can't see it, but she, Maddie's yeah. shedding tears for me right now. <laughs> you know, I, I I had those hard conversations, but the, the state should never have intervened, never. right? In deciding what my mom was going to guide me to be. Mm-hmm. Well, we navigated it and... I became a mom at the age of 37, and the best blessing the heavens could have given me, unplanned, um, and and that's how I ended into this battle Mm -hmm. as a parent. And so I find myself, you know, religiously and theologically uh, in a different place than the parents that were standing in Montgomery County, Mm -hmm. but I believe in that intrinsic sacred right that they have as parents to raise their children as they wish and how do you think like because that's such an interesting thought so how how do you you know you believe in that intrinsic right um and yet you don't necessarily necessarily believe in their i guess conservative muslim um you like wearing the hijab i know that's like a not every muslim woman wears the hijab some do some don't um so how how do you think those two worlds meshed your world where you're like former Muslim and then these conservative Muslims who were outside of the school protesting. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Oh yeah, definitely. And, and I'm still a Muslim. Mm -hmm. I am a Muslim. Yeah. I'm, I call myself a Muslim feminist. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yes, like for example, I don't believe that I am required to cover my hair Mm -hmm. because I believe that that requirement has with it an assumption that, I am then responsible, and my hair is actually responsible for the um, moral corruption of men, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that that's actually a illiberal idea, mm-hmm. and so I've traditionally been a classic liberal, and um, and and in, in my family, I, ha- I was raised with very socially conservative parents, mm-hmm. you know, and so I know that ethos very well, and those are choices that... I discussed with my parents and I navigated as an adult, Mm -hmm. but nobody has the right to come in and tell my parents how to raise me, Mm -hmm. you know, except if they were doing something illegal. Right. Right. And, um, and in that way, I do believe in these parents fundamental right Mm -hmm. to raise their children as they 
uh, by the values that they want. For example, we don't parachute into the Amish community, right. you know, and demand that they get behind a Kia. Right. 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 <laughs> um, and or demand that they uh, let their children go to the prom, mm-hmm. you know, or go to public school even, or whatever the the, the divide may be. Um, and so I, st- I stood there. This is what was so remarkable about this event, is that as a liberal Muslim, I have stood up for the gay community, especially in the criminalization of sex mm-hmm. by Muslim nations mm-hmm. that will make it... a Crime. Crime mm-hmm. punishable by death, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it still is in many Muslim countries. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. Mm-hmm. And and that's the beauty of America, I believe, in this journey that we've had mm-hmm. as a nation also, is that we have come to a place for adults of live and let live. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that is the fundamental expression of individual liberty and democracy. Um, but those places are tyrannies mm-hmm. that go into the bedroom from women who might be straight, like mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. to gay couples. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, um, that's a fight that I think is worth fight waging, mm-hmm. like in all the ways that we can as a global community fighting for people's human rights. Mm-hmm. Then you have this situation here in the United States where... Um, it is, you know, something that people make religious evaluations about that I also don't agree with in terms of their final conclusions because they do have very religiously conservative beliefs at the end of the day, many of them, that it may be a sin to be gay or even immoral. And I know that that is painful if a person is gay. Um, and I, I know because... I was carrying that shadow during my pregnancy, Mm -hmm. thinking that I had something to be ashamed of by being a straight, unmarried woman without Mm -hmm. a wedding ring. Mm -hmm. So I know the burden is deep. uh, And I I wish that all of our community can move forward with compassion for everyone. And yet we cannot, though, put these kind of books in the hands of babes Mm -hmm. and start indoctrinating them into words that they can't even understand or asking them questions about the difference in their emotional attraction versus physical attraction because you're just um, doing something age inappropriate mm-hmm. and and I and I know this too what I'm really sensitive about is the fact that I was an immigrant kid I came to the US when I was four we navigated learning what Christmas carols were about. Like yeah. I, my parents didn't know. And when I got invited for my first Christmas carol party, mm-hmm. they were like, what is that? Right. When I got invited to my first slumber party, mm-hmm. they had to understand what it was. Are the boys going to come over? You know, it's like the first <laughs> yeah. thing any, any parent probably asks. But they, there's a lot to navigate. Mm-hmm. And when we go too far, we are driving communities that we thought that we were welcoming even further away mm-hmm. and um and i'm telling you that this is um a nightmare of the uh school board's own making mm-hmm. because they refused to speak to the parents in a way that was dignified yeah and they um they have refused and this is what I have learned is that there is a tyranny mm-hmm. at play in our local politics 
And unfortunately, as a, somebody who voted Democrat all my life, I have seen that unfortunately this is Democratic Party tyranny in places like Montgomery County or my home county of Fairfax County, Virginia. And they are now um, facing an intersectional rebellion. Mm-hmm. Everything that they tried to tell us about intersectionalism is now coming to haunt them mm-hmm. because you have black and brown parents that are immigrant, English a second language, vulnerable communities saying, hey, you're talking about us without us. You know, all the chants that they would use against the Republicans and conservatives, uh, they are now hearing by activists Mm -hmm. and parents about their own behavior. Mm -hmm. And it's really, I witnessed it and I was so energized because I know that a lot of those parents are uh, overcoming fear of state, you know, governments coming in mm-hmm. and having um, re- retaliation against their families. Mm-hmm. Many of them are speaking in broken English, you know, right. English a second language. And guess what? The people that they opposed were a dozen. Mm-hmm. And they were, I learn now, uh, brought by the um, activists in the community who are basically um, the cleanup crew for mm-hmm. the school board. They were carrying the pride flags, mm-hmm. which should not have become the symbol of tyranny that it's become in our school system. And they were taunting the parents. Wow. Yeah. You've reached the end of this episode of the free version of Public's podcast. To access the full version, become a paying subscriber at public.substack.com.